This season of Arts and Farts is brought to you by ArtpreneurGuide.com, turning struggle into opportunity. You can go on to ArtpreneurGuide.com to get all the tools you need to take your creative business to the next level. Hey guys, it's your girl Mel and this is episode 15 of Arts and Farts. I just wanted to give you guys a quick update. This episode is not as I promised last week, the trailers from the Man Made Network, but that's coming soon. I'll keep you posted, but join me for what I think is going to be a really, really cool episode. I hope you like it. From Man Made, this is Arts and Farts. Once upon a time, on a small island far, far away, There was a dimly lit room with no windows, no tables, no chairs, but that didn't take away from its beauty. It had high ceilings and beautifully gold shimmering wallpaper with imported carpet and literally kneeling room only on that beautiful floor around a full-length rectangular mirror laid flat in the middle as the dim light danced across it. I was a bit frenzied as people filed in. We were running late, but they kept coming. First five, then ten, then ten more, then five more until you could barely step without accidentally stepping on a hand or a foot. There were folded stickies on the outside of the human rectangle turned trapezoid as it extended to accommodate the overgrown crowd. They laid their burdens down, literally on those stickies. Smelling of a weird mix of leftover lunch, sweat, and feet, it seemed like they couldn't even smell it. But it was an afternoon session, so what could you possibly expect? All these facilitators, gathered from across the world, shoved themselves into this tiny space, shoeless, around this mirror to talk about designing content that reflected the people in the room. I choked a little bit to think that they were waiting on me with bated breath, as it would appear that I was, if not the youngest person in the room, definitely one of them. Shaky voice and all, I began, when you look into this mirror, what do you see? They didn't look merely as skeptical as I would have been had it been me. By the end, we were in a fully engrossed dialogue about how to create a safe space for all attendees and how to make the people feel included. The mood in the room was electric. There was a dynamism I had yet to experience in any other session. People were happy. I was happy. I had not failed. In fact, I had delivered in a big way. And when I say big, I mean huge. My session was rated amongst the highest. And I learned to trust myself and to lean into my uniqueness. The beauty of my style is that it provides those involved with a new experience Every single time. So yeah, that was me describing one of my best facilitation experiences to date. But here's the thing about that. I never told you guys much about my business, but that's because there's so much to tell. But (laughs) my sister and I 
own a capacity building business, which means we do a lot, a lot of training. Um, and I've always prided myself on being great at content development, but I'm not the ideal facilitator. I hate public speaking. I have a really quiet voice. A lot of people say I talk down in my throat and I'm like four foot nine and 90 pounds. So when I walk into the room, everybody's like, but who's the trainer? Who's actually facilitating this? And I'm like, oh, that would be me. And usually my twin sister, Michelle, who's not much bigger than me. But the thing is that in doing this work over the last four years, I've gotten really good at it. And surprisingly, it is one of those skills that I happened upon accidentally or maybe by force. But I felt really good about leaning into it. And so in this episode, I'm going to give you three tips on leaning into skills you never knew you had but are really good for you professionally. So let's get into it. Number one, practice makes perfect. And I guess that's the truth with any new skill that you're learning or trying to perfect. The more you do it, the better you'll get at it. If it's really something that you think is going to enhance your career, you want to take every single opportunity that comes your way to do it. Um, My sister and I generally are hired to do trainings, but sometimes we volunteer as committee members on conferences and things, and that usually allows you the opportunity to experiment with new material, to facilitate workshops, to try things out when the stakes aren't that high. So I would definitely recommend looking for volunteer um, opportunities or anything that will allow you to practice your new skill, whatever that might be. Number two, research. Find people that are good at what you want to get good at and study them. Look at their techniques, what they're doing. There's absolutely no reason not to do your research in this day and age if your Google works, okay? If you have internet access, you need to be on it, researching, looking at videos, or looking for opportunities to go and observe them in person. Let's say you want to be a stand-up comedian or whatever. You go to the clubs where local comedians are playing and look at what they're doing. Look at how they're using their body, how they're using the mic, how they're speaking, Look at the different techniques and really find things that maybe you can try and um, see what works for you. You can pick up little tips on how to do things. Talk to them. Talk to them about how long they've been in the game and what they've really learned or what they would have wished they knew in the beginning. That is invaluable. Do your research, 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 research. It will serve you well. That brings me to number Three, be open to feedback. Take it to your amen corner or to an impartial group of people who will tell you the truth. You know, try out your new techniques or if if singing is your thing, sing for them. (laughs) If telling jokes is your thing, tell your jokes for them and be open to the feedback. Do not be defensive. Allow, Allow it all to sink in and assess how you could be better, how you could be doing better. And go back to your research and see maybe where you're stumbling that somebody else has mastered. See what they're doing and see if it might help you get over whatever stumbling blocks you're having. So just a little recap on three things you can do to lean into a new skill. 
Number one, practice makes perfect. Two, research, research, research. And three, be open to feedback. Like, genuinely open to feedback. And this week's quote of the week is, There are two ways to extend a business. Take inventory of what you're good at and extend out from your skills. Or determine what your customers need and work backward, even if it requires learning new skills. Jeff Bezos. This episode of Arts and Farts is brought to you by ArtpreneurGuy.com, turning struggle into opportunity. It was edited and produced by me, Melissa Matthews, with music from bensound.com. On the next Arts and Farts, we're going to delve deep into a crossroads in business as I talk to my business partner, Michelle, about our impending restructure. Arts and Farts is a man-made production. Thanks for listening.